0: Hello and welcome back to Dr. Quackers and today we're going to be reviewing Jennifer's Body, one of the most popular modern cult classic horror films a movie that was looked over but given new life through a passionate group of fans. Now I am not one of those people that holds this movie to high praise uh, considering it one of my favorite horror films, but I do somewhat have an appreciation for it uh, being made by the same duo that made the indie film Chuno. I've talked about quirk dialogue before and this film is another example of this writing style. The previous film Juno using the same style as well. It's dialogue that uses phrases and sayings that no one actually says in real life, even using vocabulary that is rarely heard too. This dialogue makes this movie feel much more like a dark comedy, uh, which works a little over which works a little over half the time. I feel as though some scenes should have had a bit more a bit more seriousness. Um like when Jennifer tries to eat needy's boyfriend, I think there are one too many jokes in that scene. Like she's stabbed and like the boyfriend's dying and she's like, "Hey, do you got a tampon?" cuz she's bleeding. She's got a huge hole in her stomach. Which is funny, but I think with the context, I think it should have just maybe the timing fixed, I don't know. <laughs> I, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's yeah, it just bugs me. Now, I do enjoy how they break down the dumb cheerleader in nerdy friend stereotype at uh, the first at first the movie plays out like a possible slasher but then quickly changes gears so i will say i do like quirk dialogue sometimes sometimes it works um, this one, I think it gives the characters a little more intelligence to the others, especially since they kind of aim that the other kids at the school, besides me, are pretty fucking stupid and are really gullible. So her using vocabulary that no one really n- n- uses due to the fact that she just reads so much and has a lot more knowledge. Because that's how it's aimed at. Like, there's a scene where she's talking to two students in the class and they're arguing with each other and she uses a word and then no, everyone's looking at her like, well, of what the word means? Uh, it seems like those that will make your character seem a lot more intelligent now sometimes you don't want to use this because it won't work with the tone but being as though they're kind of going for that like a weird dark horror, horror comedy it works well with that one and I will I will say so I'll give you a little bit of synopsis of what the plot is so Jennifer who is the popular girl in school is friends with the nerdy girl named uh, needy who's kind of ironic and it's a pretty good name for her but um they they've been friends since childhood, and everyone's kind of confused about why they're friends. Because she's like one of the most popular girls in high school, and she's definitely not. And, and it has to do with the fact that she, her, and, she was really nice to her when they were little kids. Uh, it was sandbox uh, memories. That's what she says. So that's why they stay friends. And she's you know, she, she Jennifer likes to play like she's very promiscuous, but she's really not. Um, so, they go to this uh, band in this little piece of shit bar, and she wants to, you know, like, flirt with the, the lead singer, because they, they set up for the fact that Jennifer likes to have, like, the most important people, people that would make her look good, besides, which is kind of why everyone's so confused of why she stays friends with NeNe, but it, it, you come to find out later that she likes to have her around, because it makes her look better, because if you look at her friend by comparison, it doesn't look as good as her. Um so yeah she meets the the band and they're really sketchy and needy hears them talking about like her being a virgin and everything like that and so she tells jennifer like we need to get the fuck away from these guys and then the bar burns down and so they get uh she she gets uh needy gets jennifer out of there and come to find out the band also got out of there and he's like oh man let me help you like let's go sit in our uh, let's go sit in our van and it'll help you calm down everything and you're like here drink this beer and she's like no we need to just go we need to go let's go get like nachos or something and jennifer's like ah shut the fuck up needy like it's fine so needy leaves with her with the car and jennifer decides to go leave with the band come to find out This band is an indie rock band, and they're going to sacrifice her to Satan so they can get popular and become a world-famous band. So, here's the thing. They needed her to be a virgin. Now, it's not really true that she's a virgin, because she had anal sex with a character you meet a little bit earlier, who's actually a bit, a bit, uh, he's played by Chris Pratt, and I completely fucking forgot he was in this movie, because I haven't seen this in a long time. I was like, oh shit, it's Chris Pratt It's a little bit roll, but either way So come to find out, his character had Anal sex with Jennifer, so she's not Technically a virgin anymore Um She she doesn't have vaginal sex But she had anal sex So when they sacrifice her to Satan They get what they want but she's the demon spats her back out, and she now becomes a succubus. And that's where the real movie starts to kick in. They kind of get rid of the whole slasher, possible like the uh, like her trying to kill the band, and the band like, "I'll fucking kill you if you tell anybody." Like, I'm glad they didn't go that angle. I'm glad they went with the succubus angle. And succubus in, in this you in this one, uh, it's pretty accurate somewhat. Um, she needs to eat people through, I guess you would say, like sexual encounters to survive so when she eats people she gets so beautiful and everything and when she's empty and needs to eat she's all ugly uh, she's tired she's cranky her hair is really thin she looks very tired her skin's very like it breaks out in acne and stuff like that so yeah and then you know over is like oh my god Jennifer you're a fucking succubus and Jennifer tries to eat her boyfriend which he kind of does but he ends up dying from his wounds um, and then she ends up killing Jennifer at the end by stabbing her in the heart because she found out that if you stab a succubus in the heart with a blade she dies. And but so she's found her mom comes into the bedroom after all that she starts killing a whole bunch of people and her mom opens the bedroom and like right after she kills Jennifer and they're like oh my god you're fucking crazy and she also got bit by Jennifer on her shoulder Um, so she's put in an asylum and the whole story is told through Needy's point of view um, come to find out, you know, I guess if you get bit by a succubus, you get some of her powers, so she breaks out of the insane asylum after learning how to use the succubus's powers, and hunts down the band, and kills them in their, in their hotel room, and that's how the movie ends, you kill them, and you see her walking out as, as their fucking hordes of fans come running into the room, like screaming, oh my god, we have the band, that's how the movie goes, um, It may not sound as good as you might think, but it's actually pretty decent. The dialogue really helps with it. Um, I will say, I'm not a huge fan of the third act, just because it feels really rushed and a little out of place. I think if they just ended with her in the insane asylum, I think that would have made a lot more sense. But I think because... So this movie has kind of become like a feminist horror film, because it kind of flips a lot of stuff on its head. Where, like, the protagonist is female, even the villains is a female, and the reason why she's killing... She only kills, like, boys. Um, and there's a little bit of, like, a uh, little bit of subtext that these characters kind of have a lesbian attraction to each other. And, yeah, so they, they talk a lot of stuff like that, and I think it's okay, and I understand why the ending's the way it is. It's just... I don't know. I feel like it could have just ended differently than that. I don't know. I think it could have just ended with her breaking out, because with the whole band thing, I just, I just feel like... It could have just been another story. Like, I would have been fine if there was like Jennifer Bodies too. Uh, I feel like that movie could have been its own thing. Or at least it, it, it kind of sequel-based anyway, that she's out there with all these demonic powers. Um, but yeah, so the, the I like the first and second half... I'm uh, sorry, the first and second act a good amount. I think it's really entertaining. I think it's got some funny dialogue. It's not the best horror movie I've ever seen, but it's definitely pretty good. And I just think they kind of fumble it a little in the third act. I think they weren't exactly sure how to end it, and that's kind of how it feels. Um, Yeah. It has a good performance from Megan Fox and Amanda Seyfried, uh, the main characters, obviously. This is the only time where I was somewhat impressed with a performance from Megan Fox. Because she usually sucks uh, being in the Transformers and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle franchises from Michael Bay. Now I don't want like I don't want to just say Megafox sucks because I I will say this is a good performance out of her. Um, I don't want to labor her because I mean to be fair, she just kind of uses eye candy in those films. You can't really do a whole lot when you're the eye candy character. And I don't think I've seen any of the movies with her in it. I think that's it. <laughs> those Tedious or Ninja Turtles movies, this movie, and Transformers. She might she probably is in other stuff, but yeah, it's the only time where I was like, huh, maybe she can act. It was pretty good. I'll always say. I think she played the psycho, crazy cheerleader bitch, pretty well. Maybe that's to do with the fact that maybe she was kind of like that. I don't know. And then say I mean, you, she's in a bunch of stuff where she's been in a bunch of these type of horror movies. So I think she's pretty good at playing like the docile, you know, shy girl into becoming like more of like a killer, similar to like Red Riding Hood or something like that. Uh, the movie is also full of indie rock and metal bands uh even it has its own original song through the trees by the band that sacrificed jennifer and it's so 2000s oh my god it it's definitely it felt like a time capsule. Rewatching this movie i was like holy shit oh but yeah sometimes it, was, it can be a very overpowering when it shouldn't be like there's a scene where like uh the, there's like a football player and like his friend died in the fire at the bar and he's kind of like crying and he's like sitting in the football field trying to you know, get a hold of himself and then she's like it shows her trying to like stalk him and then it's just playing like metal like super loud metal over everything that's going on I'm like I don't feel like this song really fits what you're showing me that's the only time where I'm like man I don't like this I don't like this music at all Uh, now I like metal don't get me wrong but that scene just it did not fit trust me if you ever if you watch this movie which I think you should give it a chance you might really like it it's it really sticks out i don't know maybe maybe it is just me but i think it sticks out really bad so yeah i i do enjoy this movie i think it has a bit of camp and i think it's self-aware enough to where it doesn't get annoying with its jokes but sometimes it could be like okay i think a little bit less just you know make this scene a little bit more serious but maybe that's just not the writer and the director's style um which is fine. So I'm going to give this movie a 6 out of 10. It's a slightly above average movie. I think it's decent. I think it's a fun horror movie to watch. It's better than all the other shit you find on Netflix. Because Netflix pretty much only has shitty horror movies now. Uh, same with Hulu. So it's definitely one of the better horror movies you can watch right now. Especially one of the better, more modern movies. And if you're looking for like a, a feminist strong movie, I guess that's another one of those. But I will say, if you're like, oh, a feminist movie. If you're one of those people. Um... It's, it's, it's not to beat you over the head with it. It's something that's more like through subtext, I guess. I mean, I don't I don't mind feminist movies if it's good. Like, I love Wonder Woman, which I guess you could consider a feminist movie. But I hate Captain Marvel. So, yeah. <laughs> that's why I give it. I think it's good. I think you should watch it. Not the best movie you can watch, but yeah, give it a chance. So I hope you enjoy this review. If you enjoyed this, I have a bunch of other reviews. So I would highly appreciate if you go give those a listen. Um, yeah, I have an Instagram page, Dr. Black's Movie Reviews. If you want to, you know, send like, I hey, review this movie or you want to tell me I'm an idiot for whatever movie opinion I have or whatever, I'm fine with that too. I also talk about stuff you wouldn't necessarily talk about in here. Video games, uh, stand-up comedy, other pop culture stuff. So yeah, if you want to see my opinions on those, it's on there. Um, also, please, you know, give, uh, give my sponsor a chance, please. please. Highly high, helps me grow the show, so thank you. Have a good day. Let's face it. We all drop hundreds of dollars on shit that hasn't done much good. When was the last time you spent just $225 and you actually profoundly changed your life? Answer, most likely never. Well, if you want your chance, here it is. If you are out of shape and have said more times you can count, I need to do something about this. This is opportunity knocking. You have approximately 3,640 weeks in your lifetime. 16 spent wisely can make whatever you have left better than you could have imagined. Get in or back in shape with expert guidance from a certified and experienced professional trainer. No crash diets, no bulk shit, just results. Visit www.vikingfitnessnh.com. Mention Dr. Quackers and get 10% off your, your custom fitness plan. Again, that's www.vikingfitnessnh.com. Thank you.